oh, pace yeah. every time. They don't know what to expect at the beginning. Yeah. If they read the title, they probably know what to expect at the end. Maybe. Yes. But yeah, maybe. Well, that's kind of. It depends on what Brad actually, has decided to name the title. And that's you'll, <laughs> you'll truly have fans that will just watch it because they want to see the news story and then when they, if you get yeah. the guest and they don't give a shit they're just going to leave. That's yeah, what I think is kind of cool it. too is uh maybe if you uh if you check out the Facebook page and you kind of see some stuff like that is like the ones where we have news articles or sorry the ones that we have uh research topics on they'll like that's all I'll say the episode is about. So like I feel like some people who might like newcomers like they'll see a post and they'll be like, oh, the Battle of Athens, Tennessee. But then you get into it and the whole first half of the episode is like, you kind of like, wait a second, I thought this is the Battle of Athens, Tennessee. And it's like, you kind of get like two separate forms of like the episode. That's what I kind of think about yeah. is like, as I listen and, and, and edit them a little bit more, it's like, you just kind of, again, it's like kind of breaking the ice with the person. Huh? It's like, because my, those two are fucking hilarious when they start <laughs> now, I, rambling. I know being a person that gets high, I get uh, sidetracked a lot. So let's get this rolling. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Actually, I know we have listeners in like, uh, do you know the ones say Poland when we were looking at the stats? Yeah, like motherland, like South America. Like, yeah, cool. And that was like, I, I think also because like our first episode was uh, Amon Gert of uh, Schindler's List, the the like Nazi commandant mm. or whatever. Yeah, the one that would just fucking eat a bowl of cereal and then walk out on his porch and just start taking shots. Oh. Yeah, he was like yeah. the one. He was like that. He like pulls up his rifle and he's like shooting Jews in the concentration camp. And then he like leans down, picks his cigarette up off like the balcony, and just like pulls up again. It's just like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that dude was nuts. Yeah, absolutely nuts. A future upcoming episode, I definitely want to do uh, Bloody Kansas. It's kind of like like uh, uh, is like it a another kind of like shootout like type story? Is it another one where the uh, the locals don't like their government? I don't, I don't think it's exactly <laughs> locals. I think it's more. Uh, like gangs against each other, but I'm not 100 sure. I have to look into it more, but it's definitely it sounds really interesting. Mike likes stories of the <laughs> of the local the local government taking over an area and then and the local GIs take trying to take it back. Yep. And my next news story or my next research is going to be on cicada. Not yeah. the bug. Not the bug. Uh, yeah. Well, I found a couple of them out there <laughs> mowing today. They're sticking out of that fucking stump. But what's up? We're back. It's Room to Talk. I'm Bud Walker. Michael Klosky. I'm Seth. And this week, we have our first interview guest. Mike, you want to take it away and interview our uh, our guest this cool. week? We got the head minister of the Spirited Manor here with us, Bob McHenry. If he wants to go ahead and introduce himself. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> How we doing, Bob? Hey, everybody. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Good to have you. Thanks for inviting me here. It's Hell yeah. It's very exciting. It's not only my first podcast I've ever been in, it's probably going to be the first podcast I've ever heard because I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad. Get alive. We're glad to make two first for you. It's almost like I'm at a concert, you know? Like I get to hear what's happening, and then later on, if I want to, I can listen to it. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, that's yeah. It. Brad, we need the we need the lights. We need the special lights in the background here. We're at a concert now. Yeah, Mike can run them. We He's certified. Need, like a button that like drops down a disco ball. Yes, Brad. We have the next. Was... Oh, there we are. Boom. Nice. Concert lights. Very nice. We have yeah. the next addition for the room. Disco ball from the ceiling. Right. Button, just a big red yeah. button. You push it. Oh yeah, it can be a big red button too. <laughs> We can even label it with "Don't push" because everybody knows you're gonna uh, push it. So it's gonna have that meme beside it then too. Oh, uh, yeah. we could, yeah. <laughs> that just fuck it. We'll just have that be the that that is the button right on the wall. The button right is there. the picture of I the love, guy I sweating. Love, I love all these amazing visual effects you're having for your podcast. Oh, it happens yeah. all the time. 
Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> We're gonna eventually to... incorporate we, video. We used to use that skull and uh, turn it yeah. to people as they were talking. I have, you know, Brad just bought it one day and it was here. Uh, do you want to give us like just a little like, I guess, an overview of yourself and like what you do? Uh, me myself. Uh, well, most recently I have become an ordained minister, and by recently that's like. January. <laughs> but at the same time, as soon as I was fully ordained, I then went to work and started having services every week. So it, it wasn't just a, I'm going to do this because it's fun, even though it is fun, hmm. but not as a joke. It's an actual very serious thing. I raised my kids pagan for tw- like 20 years. We have family rituals for different Sabbaths like Yule and Ostara and things like that. And I'm just, I've, all my life, every time I get into a job, I end up becoming a supervisor. Like, I, was, I worked at a Sunoco, I became a shift lead. I worked at, I worked for Supermarket Environmental Services, I became the main lead of three states. That, that just was a mouthful. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Supermarket you know what, Environmental Services. And you know what that is? You clean mirrors wow. in produce departments. How is that an environmental service? <laughs> because of the... What, I'm not going to get into that. That was just... Clean his damn mirrors. He got out of this. To do. Dude, I got... Yeah, I left, man. 4,000 miles a month I used to have to drive. I went through three cars in two years. Damn. So that didn't work. Wow. But then, yeah, I ended up becoming a manager at, a, at, a grocery, at Wise Markets, the grocery store. And then I worked at First Quality for two years before I became a group lead. And then I was also a supervisor there for five years after that. So altogether, about ten years just <laughs> just there being wow. a supervisor. Yeah. So now my way of supervising is to... I hate to use the like the Christian style uh, uh, preacher version, but I, to lead a flock instead. Like I, My goal is to, to help guide people and... <laughs> And my services all revolve around just simple human decency. Like the main three ideals of of our temple in Castania here is tolerance, peace, and equality. As long as you practice tolerance, peace, and equality, you can be a member of our congregation. That's awesome. If you fail to do any of those, then clearly you're not meant to be a part of of, of our community. Uh, and And we're not asking much. No, that other, is not yeah, much. A lot of my other services, just recently, we finished the three C's of human decency. And yes, I know how to spell. There's two C's in decency. <laughs> I'm talking about human decency altogether. And th- th- those three C's were courtesy, compassion, and consideration. <laughs> if you practice those things through your life every day, you're a pretty damn decent human being. So that's what I'm, that's what I minister. And, but before that, I've lived a pretty hard freaking life, let me tell you. Uh, and that's another reason... It, whenever you see psychologists and therapists and stuff, nearly all of them have had very bad lives. And they end up going to college wanting to help others because their life sucked and yeah. they had to go through a lot of shit. And who better to learn from? And I, needless to say, can tell you in my life I have gone through a lot of shit. I mean, like, I don't want to get into it because it's all sad and depressing. <laughs> but, you know, we're talking the whole multiple fathers, moving seven times in one year, being homeless with a pregnant, uh, eight-month pregnant wife and three-year-old daughter living in a 22-foot uh, camper down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, honest to fucking God, sorry if uh, F words... Sh- oh, you're you're, you're, apologi- the fuck word. you're uh, apologizing to us. We're laughing at your misery. I said, yeah, I said. <laughs> Listen, so, I use the fuck word all the time here. So let's just let's just point that out that I have lived a tough life, and I have so many body pains. I may be forty three, but I know I'm in the in the, the body of a fifty year old wrestler. <laughs> I am I am hurting, and uh, and it makes me feel good to help others. 
So I've li- I've gone from that life through all the. I've had uh, I believe it was eighteen jobs by the time I was twenty three. Wow, wow. But but I have been I've been robbed at knife point and right. I've been robbed at gunpoint and I've been <laughs> I I've I've asked to go to the bathroom and quit. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> that was what well, they were going to kill me. I swear to God. It was advanced, it was at ADS, the Advanced Drainage Systems down near Milton, or, or not Milton, uh, Muncie, okay. where Kellogg's is. Well, they have this huge forklift outside, and I could swear that guy was drinking while he was driving. <laughs> and he's just like 150 past the freaking door wow. where people were walking in and out. My first day was clean, like the pipes come out of the thing fresh, all hot, and then I had to shave off the barbs, which means my hands the first day were completely covered in scratches. It, and I was, you know, I was wearing gloves. Yeah. But um, the next day, they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to go out there and move pipes around with a forklift operator. And I was like, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> sure. And then I went to my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. It was not worth eight bucks an hour as a temp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who does that sound like? <laughs> you want to talk about people working near crazy forklift operators? That guy. Yeah, that was He's got the stories, too. Well, I, <laughs> well, at first quality, I worked in a warehouse for like 10 years. So I know I know how forklift yeah. uh, operating can be. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, so that, I mean, it, other than that about me, I've always been rather um, being raised by a woman. I've always had the uh, mo- mad respect for women. Uh, but at the same time, being a guy, I've always had that second brain that got me in trouble. <laughs> um, and uh, basically, I, I, you know, I've always wanted to to be helpful to people. And and my most selfish dream is to one day be well known enough that I'm like in an encyclopedia. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I think I, that's a good goal. Yeah, that's well, a good goal. I being a person how I was raised with mul- multiple fathers, always feeling like you're abandoned and crap. You never feel like people care about you enough. And the idea is like if I pass away, which I want to, I want this to be on record. You know, oh, how it be, is. It's yeah, on record. All right, good. Oh, good. Well, you know how families get where the, the the someone dies and they say I don't want anything fancy, but then the rest of the family says, "Oh, how disrespectful to make that 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 poor person be buried in shame." I, honest to God, have told my wife, <laughs> my children, my mom, my sister. I've told everyone that knows me, and will be involved in it that when I die. I want it to be a competition. (laughs) Whoever can bury me or whatever to me, the cheapest gets more of the inheritance. (laughs) It's not not a crazy amount more because I honestly am not a rich guy. Maybe by the time I die. Uh, Enough to make it interesting. But yeah, if they could, if they could somehow legally just dump me in the woods, that's the, I'm happy. Yeah. I am, you know. I, that's what I want. Because this whole idea that you got to pay fifty thousand dollars to bury a family member buying plots. Yeah, it is kind of. Ridiculous. It is. Nuts. And, and they don't tell you the prices at the funeral homes because if you have to ask, then you must not care about your loved one. Yeah. If you have to so, ask, you can't afford it. I always thought yeah. a tree would be pretty cool. Like, can they do the thing where they can put you yeah. in a pod and then like it's like basically you just nutrients for a tree to grow. Oh in. yeah. Yeah, they God. put you like under but the see, roots of a tree. But how cheap is that? Can it's I, not. Can, exactly. It's not. <laughs> and there's a lot of excellent because the worst thing we've done in our society is allow this concept that you need to seal that body up to the point <laughs> where where it shit ain't happening to it Vacuum ever. Fresh. Yes, you're dead. And the whole point to us is to freaking dissolve the the, yeah. the earth. The earth eats us yeah. and then makes more wonderful life. Yeah. And now like the, earth is like, the earth is like beaten at the side of this freaking steel cement crypt. <laughs> and and you know what? How how on, honest to God. 
people get fearful of the idea of like worms going through their eyes. Oh my god, that's gross. But you know what happens to you when you're just sealed vacuum tight over the centuries? You become goo. Yeah, you just yeah, gooify. Yummy. You become a freaking nasty slimer that just is like stuck in a in a oh, coffin. You become a slime monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how ooze is for. Yes. <laughs> And you so turn no, into I, the thing. That's why I'm mentioning this. So it's recorded. People can say, "Ah, oh, no, we have we have evidence." He said, "Please bury him horribly." We'll put this in your will. Like we'll cut this part out and like put it in your if will. I'm gonna say, "Okay, part. Brad, I'm gonna need you to well, cut this part." Part, <laughs> part two, <laughs> part two to my my death and my funeral. I then want my you know how they have the wakes where you go out to, you go out to eat or some shit and you'll yeah. get together as a family and and you or before the person is is interred, they all get together and look at him. I don't want that either. Don't look at me. I mean, I, I didn't even look that good when i was alive don't look at me like that. um but i want to i want it to be a party and i want weird al playing <laughs> i want to, i want another one rides the bus yes, like, the yeah. the party. yes. Yeah. and and i want it to be a party where people are going to be laughing and the whole time they're laughing they're also feeling bad that they're laughing <laughs> but they know that's what bob would have wanted yeah, i always felt the same way i don't want people to be sad i want like just have a party you know just like celebrate the life you know that's yeah. what we my, did for both my grandparents we had a celebration yeah. of life everybody yeah. gathered at the yeah. church and yeah. we just had a party like yeah that's that's what my life is full of adventures and I want I, I mean I we if you guys want to ever have me here again I easily I have so many adventures I've done like, oh absolutely like, uh, you know, we like guests uh, yeah. <laughs> this is the room to talk nice more people means more talk it is it's nice and I like that you just talk it doesn't have to be all important and stuff <laughs> yeah that's a I think that was that was kind of the get go when me and Mike decided to do the thing is like I think when we we're we I think we settled on a different name at first. And then we kind of realized that it just wasn't it. And then when we came, when it hit like room to talk, that's what like it just it just stuck. Yeah, and we like, just wanted like a like just a place like we could have like people we know or anybody wants to come just talk about whatever they feel like they want to talk about. Yeah, I love it. So uh, that's me. That's mo- that's a good portion of me. You need a full podcast just for me. Just so you <laughs> yeah. know, I'm telling you. And uh, longtime listeners know that like we're big fans of like the Satanic Temple and stuff. So uh, you know what? The, yeah. If you actually go to the website, oh, the yeah, Satanic we- Temple. It, oh, we plugged that many times. I'm telling you, it's and, and it's because uh, it's it, a shame one of their uh, churches got burnt down. Really? Don't you remember? It was you, a news story. Yeah. Uh, we talked about. So yeah, it was like, it was, there was two the, people in it. What yeah, I there were two tried, people in it. Someone it was wow. like one vigilante of most, tried to burn down the friggin' satanic temple. Yeah, it was like one of their most old. Wow. Um, temples. Yeah, so. You started and, off. You're like, this one hits a little hard to home. Yeah. <laughs> I got to well, take this one a little personal. The whole point of uh, the uh, that style of Satanism isn't about a giant big devil necessarily. Yeah. It's about like life. It's like, about living personal. A good, living, yeah. a, living a good life. It, I, I, a lot of people like describe just like secular humanism. Basically. Yeah. And, but they get your attention yeah. by saying the Satanic Temple. Mm-hmm. And, and the beautiful thing that they do, I, you can... Google them and, and see countless times they have spent their money to challenge like schools having religious structures in yeah. there and stuff and 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 they're like all right you want you want to have the, the 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 ten commandments on the wall there well then by rights here we donate this te- this statue of Baphomet we actually <laughs> talked about that yes. story on here yeah and, and and that's so yeah it pisses people off uh, and plus the uh, the abortion but, ritual stuff they're doing is really nice too in states where like women don't have like easy access safe access you can have the religious exemption through the satanic temple. Wonderful. And, and, uh, and if they deny you, 
they yeah, offer to they fight deny anyone that fight any you. state that denies mm-hmm. them uh, based off like religious or I, something. I like love that. it. No. Now, yeah. now I would like to to point out mine is uh, like later on uh, for sure. Uh, I, I support the satanic temp, uh, temple and stuff like that because they 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 do follow tolerance, peace, equality, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and but we also are not part of that. We're a part of all the other like the polytheistic. Mm-hmm. Concept. I mean, Hindu Hinduists uh, Hinduism isn't considered Satanist. It's yeah. just multiple gods, and and in no way would we be able to be considered Satanists because multiple gods. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. it's it, yeah. that's the whole concept of the polytheistic temple. We allow anyone in. Yes. you can be a you can be a, a straight up Catholic and be a member of our temple, mm-hmm. but you are not allowed to do what. A lot of not all, but a lot of Catholics do, and that's judge, because that's not showing tolerance or recognizing the equality of individuals to choose their own faith, beliefs, and practices. No. So anyway, yeah, that's a, that's the thing we've always said. Like, as long as you're not hurting anybody or like doing stuff, like, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Well, what, what does it affect me? Like, yeah. it do- doesn't yeah. affect me what religion anybody else until is. it affects me. Yeah. It doesn't affect me, so leave me alone. Yeah. Like, leave them alone. Yeah. You know. Uh, just real quick. Uh, I say we could talk about mixed men for just like a little bit. Oh, yeah. too. Oh, I, d- I guess that is. Well, see, my <sighs> real quick. I, well, I don't want to take too much of your right, other section. Hey, listen, this is your episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, mixed men was almost like a fever dream. Um, <laughs> I I will fully give Mystery Science Theater credit uh, because in one of their episodes they have uh, Johnny the Torso Boy. <laughs> the, the, the Mads came up with this idea to to. St- basically rob um, like the the consumers by offering like Johnny the a- action figure torso boy that he he comes sold separately <laughs> so you get him and then you can get his action art left arm and his action right arm and well it made me think of creating like a cuz to- okay marvel toys everyone loves the Hulk smash gloves until you've heard him say Hulk smash seven or eight times as you're punching. And then you kind of just put them away. You're done. Or you wait for the battery to die or take the battery out and just keep hitting people with them. Yeah. So it, same thing with those giant $20 freaking action figures of Spider-Man that says, my Spidey senses are tingling. Kid, you know the first thing you see at Goodwills? Those toys. Yeah. Because they're not fun. After a while, the, the fun runs out. So I came up with an idea for a non-evil Johnny the Torso Boy concept is called Mixmen. And what Mixmen is, it, uh, it represents uh, the ultimate hero-villain battle concept, where everybody has five superpowers that are all overpowered. So if you have 15 people with five superpowers, that's 75 superpowers, and, and with every power being overpowered, imagine the battles. Yeah. And, and it, the fun it was, was coming up with that many superpowers <laughs> and then turning them into like what it would look like on the action figure's arm and then the one of the main I, I cut down two there's technically only 73 unique superpowers I, I'm not going to get called out on that one <laughs> <laughs> because each leader of the five which we have the prone the good guys the vec the bad guys and then the trell those that are neutral the prone are always trying to be victorious over evil the vec are always trying to conquer the planet the trail they're the ones in the middle messing with both of their plans to make it that there's always a balance none of them win so 
with all that, each leader has what I call the apex ability. And that is the ability to take any one power from the other four members of their team. So out of five superpowers, one, the sole power of that is to grab like the left arm from that guy, the right arm from that girl, the left leg from this person, the right leg from that person. Boom, now I have the the best of everybody's powers and I, and as a leader I have more power using them. Yeah. And that's this was all about me trying to come up with the next big thing. These battles are epic and they're like every time they have a battle it's like damn, look at all those powers going off. And then all of a sudden the leader realizes, oh, uh, you know, we're 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 going to lose unless unless I make this happen now. So they take the powers they need from their companions and just succeed over the over that challenge. And um, there's so much more to it, though, because I'm a, I'm a dungeon master since I was 16, and I'm 43, so that's quite a few years of creating worlds. <laughs> um, but the, each person's power, you know how when you buy, uh, you buy those mystery packs and you get, like, the gold car, so it's like the ultra-rare car... <laughs> And meanwhile, there's also just that same freaking normal car that everybody gets when you buy five packs, you get two of them. <laughs> well, in Magic the Gathering, you have common, uncommon, rare, mythic. I did that with their superpowers. Each person has a rare, two uncommon, and then two common. Now, the apex ability is rare. So the leaders have, that's their rare ability, but then they can then take the rare of every other member on their team to become all rare power. <laughs> so the, the concept, the reasoning behind even doing that, and, and I have already, you know, I already have like models that I made, clay models, like the little prototype and stuff like that, which is awful because I'm not an artist. <laughs> but, the, the, but the action figure, you pop off the parts. Like you, you can actually, as you're playing with the action figure, you can take the left arm off this guy and give it to the leader while you're playing that the mm -hmm. leader needs it or whatever. Well, I was also going to have mystery packs that involved the past because the whole concept of this planet, they're all, it's, the planet is called Hyperworld. They're called Mixmen. The whole point of Hyperworld is it was made a thousand years ago uh, as a prison planet from an ultra-advanced society called the Imperium. Space Australia. Mm. Yeah. Ah, and here's the thing. The, but the Imperium, all the, all the, the galaxy and the, all the universe that they controlled... They controlled with absolutely zero tolerance. <laughs> you break any law, you are now removed from life as you know it, and sent to this prison world. You steal, you steal a candy bar and you're caught, you're gone. You're Bye -bye. gone. It doesn't matter that you're eight. Because they think in, that, that those types of evils are an inherent. So if you get rid of the bulk amount of people doing it, eventually society will not do it because you got rid of the evils. And being ultimate, ultimate powerful people, mostly of energy... They create this whole world with an with an AI core in it that is what makes the Mixmen, which originally it was one unit, one giant unit that was like so powerful you can't imagine that would control. And, and they separated the prisons, the whole concept, the reason why there's prone, uh, that was the continent for people that did petty crimes and stuff that really didn't do anything violent or anything horrible. And now they started here. The Trell was people that did more... Uh, political crimes, you know, the, the blue-collar crime shit. And then Vec was violent crimes. So, when the planet's created, the first year, all these people appear on this planet. And they're run by, by giant, powerful, crazy beings that you screw up and you're dead. You can't, that, that's the warden. That's the warden of this prison. <laughs> Laser beam eyes just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, now over a hundred years, 
all those people would have created three, four generations of people, at least over a hundred years. I'm I'm not doing math right now, and there is no recorded history. So what would you remember in a thousand years of the original reason this planet was made? Yeah. Or would you just be some guy that's been selling shoes that he makes out of leather from the cows he gets from his friend down the street? Just and, whatever stories have been passed down, really. And, yeah. and now, it, as and the AI core, being artificially intelligent, recognizes that this isn't criminals anymore. It's not the original thing. And it starts downgrading the wardens. First to two of them per continent, three of them per continent, four of them per continent, then five. So over like 500 years to 600 years, it becomes five wardens. So... In depth enough for you on the Mitchman Hyperworld? <laughs> yeah. So Sounds the, awesome. So the whole concept was to make it a thing. The Vec have their own symbol. And the Trail have theirs, and the Prone have theirs. And if you put all three together, it's the freaking planet. Yeah. So think of jewelry. Yeah. And my action figures, I was going to do mystery packs that involved pieces of previous wardens that were more powerful. Like a torso that had four arm slots. Hmm. So that would be like a mythic rare. Yeah. yeah. Get a bunch of powers going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was I know you have like the comic book out and stuff. I have two com I have one comic fully done, printed, and still have probably about I'd say about eighty copies left. Um out of the two, three hundred I had originally bought. And then I also have uh the uh beta version of the board game. Because what imagine putting a board game together where you can play uh you play th- three it can be from uh Two to 15 players, a board game. Wow. Because if you have two players, you can just do Vec versus Prone. If you have three players, you can do Vec, Prone, Trell. And each person, like the Vec's goal is to take destroy the Prone. The Prone's goal is to destroy the Vec. And the Trell's goal is to, over so many rounds, make it to neither destroy any. Like, you're, you're trying to, like, get in the middle. And the Vec and Prone aren't, you know, by game terms, allowed to technically attack you unless you're the last one left. And the Vec would go and attacking you, stuff like that. So, or you can get to the point where it's called Battle Royale, and you have fifteen people playing fifteen different super characters. <laughs> yeah. And then I even designed it that you could do random, like Battle Royale Chaos version, where you just you shuffle the deck of cards that is the left arms, and each person picks a left arm, and then you do the right arms, and then mm. the the your whole template is you put that those cards together to make the body. Yep. And then you put that figure on the board. Yeah, and this just, is your character. Yeah, you snap yeah. all the pieces together and yep. put them together. Well, ultimately, I would love to get to the point where you have individual pieces. Yeah. But for right now, it's just <laughs> going to be the pieces are the cards. Yeah. yeah. And the character is like the face that you get. Yeah. Because th- th- that one character would have all that, you know. So you'd just be like, that's my character's face for the little pawn. And then this is my powers. Yeah. So yeah, that that's already been made, beta tested, uh, beta, sorry, I beta, testing beta approved. Point. Yeah, that was it, but there are so many flaws. Yeah, we got them though. That's hey, the whole point of beta testing. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, is there yeah. somewhere like people could get the comic book? Or? Oh, I mean, if you know me, I, I don't <laughs> see. I, I because of life being busy as it is, and I'm currently working on an eleven thousand square foot building, basically by myself. Yeah, I don't have the time to push the comic. But that was the goal of developing things like this. If I can make the spirited manner. A success. I can have a little case of my own that I rent in the hallway of artists, the mm-hmm. the, cre- the creative hallway, um, which is part of the manor, which we can get into later. And I could put Mixmen in there, and I could start. People would know me more because mm-hmm. I'm the lead minister of the, of the temple. And then they're like, "Oh wait, you do comics?" And then maybe I could make all my dreams come true. Yeah, yeah. That's so definitely the goal. 
Exactly. Well, and my goal for the the manor in general is to just to, just to make a lot of people happy, as many people as possible. So that's mixed man. Any other questions, sir? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you? you Next listen, question. Knock them out. You guys just listen and chime in, or do, is he yeah. just the only question guy? Okay. No, it's really random. Like, okay. and we we really just kind of pan. Mike knows the most about it, so Mike probably has like some predetermined questions and stuff like that. But me and yes, Seth I, usually. Like, I read the I'm the improv comedy. Okay, yeah. that's the only thing I bring to this table. Uh, see, but what what happens when your guest is kind of improv? Are we gonna like? Oh, we're gonna improv right off of oh, each other. That, that episode we had with Caleb that that was something. Oh my god! There's gonna be so many yes our, ands. Yeah, one of our Bob and I. One of our friends came over, and uh, my girlfriend was having a party downstairs, and he just got hammered. And then he came up here and recorded with us. Yeah, and it was, oh my god, he was he, he was just gone. talked and talked and talked and talked, nice. and it was hilarious. And then Brad cut like thirty things. Yeah, he said. I did see in the back. There's of the some line. vulgar well, stuff that was. Well, uh, <laughs> being, being, what, being what he was, you said it was. It's, it's called room to talk, not room to slur. <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh, in the back of the comic book there was Dearborn. Like, oh yeah, my god, my wife did that one because okay, that looked that looked pretty cool. It, it is that er, that actually sells better <laughs> 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 because it's not as complex sci-fi action adventure. You know, you got to hit it right. Hers is 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 just very magical uh, and. When you interview her someday, you can talk about Dearborn, but I'm not going to. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I support it 100%. So, wait, but that first one is out? Because I saw in the back it says it comes out in August. Oh, yeah, that's out. Okay. The, she, not only is that one out, she's ready to print the second one and is drawing the third. That, Me, awesome. I have I have the second one needs uh, the, the words added to it, then it's ready to print. So, we, the goal was to get, like, three of each going, and then when you go to Comic-Cons, people buy... They see that there's more than one damn issue. The sad thing about Comic Cons, you will see a, a many, many amazing people and amazing, amazing yeah. art, and and some uh, many, many not amazing art or yeah. or amazing people. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but so many times the curse of that is you'll see this one great issue, and then you go back next year, and they, they just don't exist because you, you, it's very hard to make a living as an artist in any format. It was yeah. like when we went to uh, Pittsburgh Comic Con. It was kind of like that. Like yeah. there was a lot of like really cool like artists, but they just had like one book out, mm-hmm. and it's like it's because it's their dream and they're trying to do it, yeah. and then they realize, well, shit, dreams take work. I mean, like I'll buy a comic, but I mean, I'd like it's like so many it's people one buy comic. it. If you really get them though, and it's like this is great, I'll buy it. But then you're heartbroken; you'll never get another issue. Yeah. yeah. But if it's not, if it's already not that good, and they only have one comic, you're like, I'll wait till I see two or three because I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I, I like I could talk about Dearborn, but I, I'm on a, I'm on a, a limited amount of time here. Oh, no, no, that's what I was about to say. I was like, no, we probably don't even have to get into any news stories. We can just go right into. Oh about no, the go ahead, throw want. some news stories out there real quick. Let's, got, do, one. let's do one. Yeah, let's, let's do one. Let's do one news do story. One. Is do the, not, do is the if I had one good. Listen, I'll, if I had to do the intro, no, no. you have to do a news story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll do the one that I really wanted to talk about. Well, I'm glad. I definitely want you not to miss out on the news stories because isn't that that's like a oh, I mean, don't just do some next time. No, no, no. I physically made Brad do the intro. At the end of a two-hour-long, they sat in for two fucking hours talking to me about fucking video games. And, and then Brad, we recorded. And I was just like, "Well, we've just been sitting here for two hours talking about video games. We might as well end it." And they just screamed at me yeah. like, "You have to do the intro." Yeah, and then like, "Well, I did the intro, did the outro, and we yep. ended." In like the same sentences. It was great. Back <laughs> to back, intro to outro. So. uh Anti-vaxxers think that their pure semen will skyrocket in value here soon. Wait, I can, oh no! Did I miss out on another gold mine? Yep. Damn it! 
First it was Bitcoin and now it's my impure semen. God damn well, it. There's like memes going all over the internet and stuff about people like really get into this. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, oh we've Sign talked about like disappointment before. Damn it! I, I, I missed I out how, on another gold mine. I produced that I, infinitely. I, 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 love, I love how so many people like that call me crazy because I believe in like multiple gods and magic and stuff. When you know their their their, their holy seed will save the land. Yeah. So, because it doesn't have vaccine uh, contaminating it. So, uh, an unvaccinated conspiracy theorist think that their dick, balls, and cum are more pure than the rest of the populations, <laughs> and that refusing the COVID-19 vaccine will make the market value of their semen skyrocket. I get that, because, <laughs> dude, if, you're vac- if you get vaccinated, then, then you you're most, mo- well, no, most likely you're not conservative, you're, you're <laughs> like, liberal. <laughs> so, so chances are a little higher that your dick and balls may have things on it that, you know, a, a conservative person wouldn't. So, uh, some people refuse the vaccine because they fear long-term side effects, and they're skeptical of the government, quote, rushing the process, but they're waiting to watch the side effects of what they view in experimental treatment unfold in those who trusted the science. like two years almost now. Yeah. Uh, and they say as the vaccinated population eventually crumbles, the unvaccinated will rise up and repopulate the planet, according to a human. It's going to be one have giant they, have they, have orgy. Have they noticed that the people dying weren't vaccinated, right? <laughs> yeah, that, they, they noticed like, that, all, right? That's what I've been thinking. Like, out, of, out of 100 people, 99 of the ones that died were not that's what they meant by rise again, like from the dead. They'll rise again. Seeds. Well, and this when this first started, they were saying like, "Oh, you guys are gonna be dropping dead in like two weeks after this," and then it's been months now. And I, where are the bodies? I love it when I when I would read and hear people saying like, "Oh, the vaccine's gonna be the government's form of population control. They're gonna kill the people that have the vaccine." And it's like, d- why would the government kill the people that listen are to them? Yeah, they would want to kill the ones that don't. Get the and, vaccine. And a, gov- a government that gets its money from the people would kill most of the people. Yeah, I like, mean, it, it, even when you see government, it, it's all about bling and money. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't get rid of it. <laughs> you need more like, people. It's like the logic, just the logic behind that is and. It just inherently, like, it doesn't make sense at well, all. Also, the government's always had a way of thinning the population. It's called wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, it's a particular popular notion on r slash no new normal, which is an anti-mask, anti-vax subreddit, which has been recently quarantined by Reddit. Uh, people on there posting things like, I'm going to retire as a cum cow. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think that, that, that person had style. I like that. Yeah, you know what They even put a little cow emoji. I'll allow that one. (laughs) Uh, the sperm is the new Bitcoin meme has been around since vaccinations started rolling out, but new factors have helped to take off recently. It's often commingled with the theory that the unvaccinated blood is higher in demand, or that the Red Cross is turning away vaccinated donors, neither of which is actually true. <laughs> Just think about how much money you threw away before you got vaccinated. I know! Just you got Bitcoin in your balls. That's what I mean! I missed... First it was Bitcoin, now it's... Fuck! I can't catch a break. So the idea that sperm in general is in short supply is actually true, though. Sperm banks across the country report that because of COVID-19 lockdown measures in the last year and a half, they haven't seen as many donors come. Yeah. Uh, I like your pun there. <laughs> uh, a screenshot of the headline from the article of the cryptocurrency blog Protos says, uh, is the unvaccinated sperm really the next Bitcoin? And it has like a little like sperm next to like, the Bitcoin icon. And in the background, <laughs> there's like a graph with like the arrow going up. I'd be okay with that if the sperm had like crossed eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Make it realistic here. 
The only thing that's going to get us out of this shitfest is going to be the ideas and solutions that are being explored in cryptocurrencies at the moment, one Redditor said. Mark my words that unvaccinated sperm and blood will be in high commodity in a few years to in few months to a year. Can you even detect if somebody's vaccinated from their sperm? I highly doubt you can. That's a good question. I don't know. I like I, maybe. Well, I, I, I know you could from your blood. Seth, Seth I know you want to make money. <laughs> I say you try. I, I should. Start, I'm, start thinking, I'm thinking. I'm like, could I get away? All with you this? have to do is okay. go to Florida with a with with a Trump hat and a Confederate flag mm. and hand them the vials. They won't ask. Yeah, you know what? That's a, I could also probably you know carry like. Another ripped flag of like I don't know a pride flag, you know, oh, just dual wield, with, with dual like, wield. Like no, it has to have like you stepped in shit and then stepped on the flag. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah like right, dual right, wield right. those. Go with like a Confederate and then like I don't know, hand them the vial with one of my two hands that I'm holding the flag. I don't know, like this could work. I could do this, guys. I could get some Bitcoin so out get, of this. So get started tonight. Yeah, it, it takes time. It know? does. It does. Gallon jugs don't fill themselves. But I would have to convert the Confederate flag to a pride flag because I wouldn't actually want to disgrace a pride flag like that. You're just going to, like, color on it with crayons? Yeah, I don't think they'd see the difference. I really don't. The colorblind ones wouldn't. See, I just have to find a colorblind Floridian. Okay. Do you want to do this Florida story, Seth, real quick? No, we can, we can skip the Florida story. No, go ahead. It's, it's real short. We don't want to do this there. one. Okay. <laughs> when it's my turn, we'll like talk we fast. have to do a Florida story for Seth. Uh, have him die somewhere else Florida homeowners yell at man trying to save neighbor's life on their lawn have him die somewhere else so, uh, we're in the discord that's my property value you can't lower it yeah, we're in the as a ghost now we're in the discord the other day and that's just what came across randomly <laughs> like have him die somewhere else and Mike's just laughing now was he being saved by a different neighbor or an ambulance driver oh uh, a different neighbor at first so, at first uh, the that, that you yell back at that that neighbor that said have him die somewhere else. You, you yell back to them, then call nine one one. Get someone to pick him up. <laughs> so uh, the incident happened as a lawn worker identified only as Tony was walking to work in Palm Beach County community. The man spotted a neighbor having a serious seizure inside his vehicle and immediately rushed to help him, going as far as trying to stop the moving car with his own hands. Authorities said, "That's a good guy." Uh, with Jesus. A, yeah, yeah, like getting in front well, of a moving car. You know what happened before that. That neighbor is the one that put that car in drive, seeing that he was dying in it. (laughs) Oh shit, I gotta get him out of here. They're really pissed that that guy stopped the damn car because he was gonna die somewhere else. Like, motherfucker, I tried to not have this happen. (laughs) And you come in here fucking up all my plans. I would have succeeded too if it weren't for you and your meddling neighbors. Your meddling kindness. (laughs) So, without thinking twice, Tony ran up to the rolling car on Dunes Road and grabbed the fender to try and stop it from rolling down the street further. Deputies wrote in a Facebook post, and then uh, it ran over Tony's foot, they say, but thankfully he had steel-toed boots on. Oh, see, yeah, there you go. first. Yeah. The car finally stopped on a neighbor's lawn, but the driver was still in, quote, terrible shape inside the locked vehicle. Uh, Tony screamed and begged for the neighbors to help him, but the homeowners were apparently more worried about their grass. Quote, get off our lawn, the homeowners reported. Get said. off our lawn. Get the man out of here. Have him die somewhere else. That's what they apparently said. Oh, my God. How shitty of a person do you have to be to just nine one one? Hey, can you get this dying person off my lawn? You are not allowed at Bob's church. No. <laughs> That's some. I, I mean, I okay. I still will treat you equally as a person, 
and I'm tolerating your behavior, and I'm always trying to maintain my peace, but I would really prefer that that person not visit our town. Because <laughs> like, I, would, I would have to say, have you be rude somewhere else? <laughs> a very sad moment for Tony, but he kept at it, Deputy Say. Tony, who recognized the driver from the neighborhood, ran to his home and alerted the man's wife, while emergency workers arrived on the scene moments later and treated the driver. Which Good guy, Tony. Stable condition. Good so guy, Tony. He didn't the, die. A happy ending. Yeah. In, that's rare in Florida. Yeah, the, the, I'm just saying. It normally doesn't turn out happy. Normally, I'm glad it's, we didn't pass on the Florida story. Normally, it's some guy walks into a liquor store carrying a gator, and then you just see people running out in terror. Like, that's a great there video. Was one, I think there was one where a guy was riding a motorcycle. He wrecked his motorcycle, which is the bad part, but he had a pistol on him that ended up, like, shooting himself. Mm. And yeah! Then, like, and then when he, like, went to the hospital, they, like, busted him because he had, like, meth on him or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I remember like that. that. It was just, like, the story just story. kept getting worse or something. It was just Dude terrible. was riding a motorcycle, wrecked, shot the fucking pistol, and then got to the hospital where they busted him for, like, meth. It's, like, how bad of a day. <laughs> Just so you know, what you guys need in here is, like, a water cooler or mini fridge or something, because... Anyway. Brad, would you like a water? <laughs> I, I could, well, I drink, like, a fish. I'll try not to while I'm doing no, this. Fine. That's you're why fine. I... This came... When I came here with this, this is full and empty before Seth got here. Uh, <laughs> I always drink, like, a fish as well, and um, I feel that. I, no, no, don't worry. I, I, no, it is, it is always warm in here. Well, and it's not just the warmth. Like I said, I, I drink... And like talking dries your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. and I don't want to get to the point where they're here and I'm <laughs> yeah. talking. Yeah, uh, I fucking I I do the same thing at, at work because I have to yell because over you know all the machines are so loud. Oh, yeah. So I'm screaming, and on the third day, so on Sunday of my shift, I fucking I went to yell something to my supervisor, and my voice just cracked <laughs> straight fucking up, and my supervisor just looked at me and was like. Did you just... I'm like, yeah. Well, and she just fucking lost it. The, long, the longer... I worked in production for a year before I got into that whole supervisory bid and group lead. And, yeah, one thing I learned was to convey most of what I had to say through, uh, like, like hand, hand yeah, gestures. Yeah, that's and, what I do most and, of the time. And, 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 like, really, really dirty looks. Yeah. <laughs> <Stare him> down. <laughs> most of the time, like, I'm just... I'm doing weird shit with my hands, and my coworker just turns their head, like, what the fuck is this kid trying to tell me? It's always yeah. fun to play charades at work. It is. And it's like, it's you even, know... See, I think, uh, and you're in new tech, right? Yeah. So, yeah, in production, though, when you're in the mills, oh, my God. Like, picture, have you ever heard of lumber mill that's when it's cutting the wood? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's all of, uh, the mill is a pulp machine that you feed this, like, cardboardy paper through. Yeah. And it's just grinding it 24 hours a day. In, like, an enclosed building. Yeah. In, in a room that's, you know, a space probably this big. Yeah. yeah. But it's open because it'll then go the length of a freaking football field. But, yeah. like, your space with that mill is here. And then directly across from that mill is another mill. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the that the level of noise is just don't, yeah. don't even bother. When I when I'm standing next to my machines, it's like I have to yell if I want you to hear me. Mm-hmm. And then when somebody doesn't yell when they're talking to me, I, I like I lean and I'm like, what What'd you say? Yeah. Like one more fuck, time. just loud. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be able to hear you. Thank you much. No, you're fine. I'm small. <laughs> Brad and I are thin dudes. We squeeze places. Yeah, man. That's why we had to grow the hair out. If you turn sideways, you just can't see us. Nah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into our um, semi-research topic. 
Oh, I mean, well, we have the expert right here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, well, we have semi-researched him. <laughs> oh, I'm, well, I am the topic. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So. The man of the hour. This is your episode. Literally, the man of the hour. So, I was saying, what, what, you want to list off, like, the faiths you guys cater to? Again? I was just basking in the man. Well, let's, yeah. actually, let's get it. Okay, you, you're, uh, you're the minister of a polytheistic, poly, is I'm saying it right? Theistic. Theistic, theistic yeah. temple. Yes. So, uh, maybe let's just go in, like, for some people uh, who don't know, what is a polytheistic well, temple? Well, I've done this every, every Wednesday, at least two times since March. <laughs> so, what I'm going to give you is... A bit more of an elaborate version, uh, where sometimes I try to cut it during my services. But I always start our services, always start them off with, Hello everybody and welcome to the Spirited Manor. After that, I tell you what the Spirited Manor is. So the Spirited Manor is a polytheistic temple, meaning many gods, over just one, which is monotheistic temple. Or, sorry, monotheistic church. Yeah, polytheism, monotheism. Uh... So it is a polytheistic temple, but it's so much more than that because it's an 11,000 plus square foot building it is of, it of is space. Huge. The temple itself, which used to be the auditorium, <laughs> is I think like it's a nine, it, well, it ends up being like 90 by 30. So like that's 2,700 square feet just for the temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're painting it to look like a temple. Uh, we're, we painted the walls from from the bottom molding to the the middle molding a light blue uh, to make like a sky blue, mm. and then we painted the top from there from there to the ceiling like a midnight blue, and then the bottom we pa- the bottom molding we painted green. So you have like a green grass, a, a day sky, and then the night sky where all the stars would be. Now Randy the the is the high priestess of the temple. Um, and she's also the art, artistic and, and, and crafty one. So she has been painting blades of grass along, a, you know, along the oh. freaking entire wall awesome. perimeter of the temple. Yeah, the last time I played D&D, it was looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then she's also going to then paint pillars, like columns, to make it look like a temple of Athena, a temple of Zeus. Mm-hmm. So, and then at the top, we're going to like do star splashes. It's like an effect where you just kind of hit the paintbrush and like little bits of white flicker on the wall. Yeah. But then we're also going to do large, larger stars in the in the zodiac, going from the one end all the way around. And on the north facing one, I'm going to do the I'm going to have the the uh, the the Big Dipper and Little Dipper because that's always visible. You know, you can always find the north yeah. star. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and then on, like, other walls going around, I was going to do, like, just some real real common ones that you see, like Orion's Belt and, and, the, and the Swan. So we were going to do stuff like that. So it's like when you get up to the top, you're seeing, like, constellations, zodiacs, you know, you're seeing all this great stuff. And then when you're, when you're looking around the walls, it, it makes you feel like you're in a temple. There's bushes, there's vines. Some of the columns, we're going to draw them that they broke halfway up. Yeah. And where the columns are drawn... The, we're going to use a 3D effect where the uh, the baseboard is going to be painted like the column, and then that top lip before the night sky will be painted like the column, so it's like coming out at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So That'd when you cool. do the things like that, it'll feel like a temple. Yeah. And and that's where we hold our services. It's where we hold our special events and stuff like that. So that's just the temple of the Spirited Manor. The Spirited Manor is all of it. 
and it, the the so the temple represents where our services and I'm pagan. I'm just I'm like a natural naturalist style pagan. I'm all about the concept that I love how I I I am told many times that you really believe in that stuff from people that believe that the son of god was born on Christmas, which already shows that that date is not a, a proper <laughs> date or time. And meanwhile, I'm crazy because I think it's the the longest night of the year. Scientifically provable. I I, I get it. I get it. I'm wild. (laughs) This this dude is off his meds. Buckle your seatbelts, man. (laughs) And then they go at me with, you know, I I completely just, you know, the whole idea that he was reborn on on Easter. I, I mean, yeah, I guess. Me believing that, that zombie it's, came out of a cave. Yeah, yeah but, it did. but me believing that it's the equinox is in it's equal parts day and night. <laughs> I mean, again, fucking old whoa, man, hold on. Whoa. Whoa. I, 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 Put down your phone. Tell me the Earth is round, man. Put down your well, farmer's almanac. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, th- th- with that being said, that that's what I preach, and and I've I've raised my like a, with that with my wife introduced me heavily into paganism itself i was a scientist uh, all through high school i heavily focused on sciences and and that's another reason why i ended up going pagan because it seemed just you know it's actually got scientific fact base behind it it actually um, makes a little bit of sense like. yeah and just the idea that you can believe what you want to believe who am I, I that's the biggest thing that we, we we practice tolerance peace and equality that's our three ideals you must follow but part of the tolerance, peace, and equality is I am not telling you what your faith should be. I'm not telling you what your belief should be or what your family historical practices should be. That, that, that in no way can I. Because yeah. in order for you to believe it, it has to be in you. Yeah. For you to have yeah. faith in something, that's you. That's not me telling you. So that's what we do. That's we such a cool fundamental way to look at it, honestly. Like, yeah. there's just like, dude, I can't like. So people try to convert people all the time, and exactly. that's just like you can't. You just break it down like that. It's just like you just even if that's a thing, like you just put it in their mind. Well, like it's, it's not like they you they came to it. To, yeah, you, yeah, you force that. Force me to go to church every Sunday for the next ten years. I'm probably gonna walk out of that church the same I was every Sunday. You yeah. cannot force me. Yeah. It's just not in me. And that's but that's the thing, that's how monotheism became so powerful and, and more of a wide range. True. Because if you didn't believe them, you were killed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crusades. Spanish Inquisition. Oh, we need to do one on the children's crusade. Oh, no. Nice. I have a new research topic. Witch hunts. Crusades, <laughs> witch hunts, the Spanish Inquisition, the the witch hangings, all that stuff. Just like, if you were a groovy chick, just, like, throw them on the fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you if you didn't believe how we believe, you're dead. Yeah. And so, naturally, who's, you know, I'm going to, like, oh, I guess my beliefs don't matter. I'm just going to yeah. believe, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, sure. I want to live. <laughs> I want to fucking live. And that's why Someday. paganism, that's why polytheism religions aren't in the in the like wide stream that's why you you will see more christians and 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 jewish people and islamic people than you will see a pagan but they're all out there i mean hinduism there's quite a few million yeah and the reason why you don't know is because they don't bother you yeah yeah they don't give a damn if you don't believe what they believe yeah they're just content to just do their their thing thing. yes (laughs) But when you have religions like that, how are you pushing it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, so, me, I'm not even, I'm still not trying to push. Instead, I'm trying to gather. 
Yeah. With the spirited manor, there's one room. So the first room we're going to finish is the temple, because the temple will help us host events to make money to keep finishing the thing. I've been putting all my own money into this, and I'm unemployed. Yeah, but it's like there's <laughs> a big auditorium, like yeah. you know, lots of stuff in there. Yeah. And um, I, so then the next room fin- we're going to work on finishing is the... Uh, the shrine room. And in the shrine room, I got these cubicles from Tom, which is the resident minister. Uh, he don't really do any of the religious stuff, but he is the one that makes it that the building won't burn down, that when like a sink isn't working, he helps fix it. <laughs> he's, and he's also the one that without him, it wouldn't happen. It's his freaking building. Yeah. Um, so... With that being said, like the the shrine, he he had these cubicles because he loves going to auctions and getting all kinds of weird crap. So I had I I built cubicles to make that there's twelve fully standing, like between, they're all at least five feet wide, but some of them are also four feet deep, where others are only like two feet deep. In each cubicle, it will represent one, uh, polytheistic faith. One cubicle will be all Hinduism. And the first language in that will be the most common language of the Hindu people, or of the of the people who are Hindu, and that's that's like Indian. But then underneath of it, it'll be English for those of us that want to know that that's the god Ganesh. Mm-hmm. So at this shrine, there's going to be shelves. You'll have the main shrine that just represents Hinduism altogether, and it'll be in the front. And then along the walls will be shelves, and those shelves will have little shrines of every god and goddess that people want represented. Yeah, now, idea. I'm going to start, we're going to start with the main four or five, but if someone comes in and says, oh, by the way, I really, I follow this god or goddess, and we, and they want to be a member of our congregation, guess what we're going to do? We're going to find someone to make that shrine that makes it more representable, and now they can come there and pray and make their offerings. Right. So That's awesome. Yeah. With that being with that being said, each other cubicle will be one will be uh, the Roman gods, one will be the Greek gods, one will be Celtic gods, one will be uh, Norse. Well, not Celtic gods. Sorry, Norse gods. Uh, Celtic is kind of a mix of monotheism with like polytheistic beliefs. It's kind of strange. Hmm. Yeah, from what I re- from what I recall, I'm not an expert in religion uh, in general, just in my beliefs. So, <laughs> um, then there's going to be Egyptian. Uh, then, then for those those religions uh, like Asatru and Shinto, which I currently know nothing about, but before I start making shrines, I'm going to know. But you also have the religions that mainly just focus on your spirits and ancestors. Yeah, Shinto's kind of like that. That's, Shinto's actually really, really interesting when you dig into it. Yeah. I, I I had and a I, history class that kind of went into a little a bit of that. And I have a feeling Asatru's a lot like that too. I fe- I feel it's like the, those are like the uh, the Orient religions, mm-hmm. like in the from the Orient. But then there's. I was also going to do one just on spirit, uh, on nature, like elements, earth, air, fire, water, spirit, stuff like that. I was going to look into uh, having one uh, represent Native American beliefs. I have this one room that we can cl- we can put a door on it and make it lit by like red light, so it's all to represent the the darker gods, gods of moons and gods of nights, and 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 the d- different gods and goddesses of more more dark themes but in a, again the concept is tolerance peace and equality you don't go in there to to be like trying to have people killed that like yeah. in witchcraft you have you know black magic white magic neutral magic dark magic good magic whatever and it, within wicca they they follow that you only do the 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 good stuff you only do the white magic mm-hmm. even going gray going in the middle where you can alter people and their their minds and stuff like that isn't technically uh, a thing that you do. Well, with witchcraft, which is not Wicca, 
you can do whatever you want. So part of the agreements for people that are members is if you wish to do, use our spaces for spells, for, for, for you know, uh, making offerings to your gods and goddesses, it's meant to be in our, in our ideology of definitely peace. It, we don't care that you cast curses at home. That's not our, our business. But when you're in the spirited manner, yeah. you're going to represent tolerance, peace, and equality. Well, yeah, it's a shared space. You've yeah. got to respect the other yes. people around you. So, that, so that's where it's like... But as you can see, at the hardest part of making a pagan or polytheistic temple, when you meet polytheistic people, every person has their own beliefs. Yeah. So it's very hard for you to say, this is what we all believe, when it isn't. And it mm. never will be. Mm-hmm. So the goal is, my services are all about human decency. I have a whole list that I could tell you, because uh, I write them down as I do them on, a, on my notes in my phone. But they, it starts with tolerance, peace, equality. Then we went influence. We didn't, did the, the, the whole three C's of human decency. Um, and that was uh, courtesy, compassion, consideration. Uh, we did uh, uh, in, uh, intent versus... Well, sympathy versus empathy, uh, how to react instead of, or how to respond instead of react. We did all these things because if you follow my services and you watch them, it might just, if you, if you incorporate that in your life, you're not going to have a worse life. You won't. Now, you still have people that can take advantage of you, but the point of our services also mentioned, like with tolerance, it doesn't mean tolerate everything forever. Don't become a, a mat, like mm-hmm. a walk, like a welcome mat. Instead, understand that even if a person is a total prick as long as they're not being like directly violent to you just tolerate it get past it because if you get involved in it it's not going to get better you're stupid to that level yeah uh my father-in-law says never get in a piss and fight with a skunk <laughs> yeah no you won't win <laughs> that's, that's a, yeah that's i was gonna say i was like wow so <laughs> all my services are about just helping a person develop themselves to a better person and my Eight times a year, part of my personal thing, like out of 52 services, 44 of them are about basic human decency. Sorry. And, uh, and like building your, a better self. Eight of them are about our Sabbaths, like our, our holy days, which is Yule. And, and, and this is where it's my personal thing. Um, like Yule and Halloween, which is known as Samhain. That is spelled Samhain, um, but it is. But when you put M and H together, based on the original language that would have spoken it, that creates a W. So it's a Samhain. Hmm. Hmm. That's cool. Um, and again, I, I I'm not super knowledgeable all all at once over this stuff. A lot of this stuff is because my spouse is she's the type of person that reads an encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a, a huge collection of witchcraft books and 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 practices and and pagan books and and she's read them all at least once. We have to get her on here to talk about this stuff. That'd be awesome. T- yeah. If you want a, a solid witchcraft uh, herbology lesson, like for the for an hour plus, but you got to be ready because I'm telling you, she reads encyclopedias. Come with notes. There will be a quiz. Yes. Uh, and she had a class. Wait, she wait, she's going to test us? <laughs> yeah, there will be a quiz. Be prepared, bro. I just wanted to show up for the lecture. I didn't think you were going to take notes. The important thing is don't try to test her. You will regret it. No, 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 no. Learn today. No, no. I remember one time, this is funny. One time one of my ex 
One of my ex-girlfriends told me that she had walked into... Her friends were into, like, Wicca and stuff like that. And she said that she had walked into a place somewhere. And this one dude and her got into an argument. And he, like, said something, obviously, in a foreign language to her. And then one of the other friends had come down. And he's like, yo, what's going on? Like, he's like, I don't even know. He called me at this. And he's just like, just wigged out, went upstairs, grabbed some sage, and just started, like, he just started, like, him into her. And, like, yeah, I don't right. know. He just said so. He had to, like, clarify. He said he, like, cursed her or something. Well, even, like, he legitimately said that he was, I was like, I was well, like, damn, man. Like, I don't want to get too involved in it. But with witchcraft, the very concept of believing in something hard enough that you make it a reality and, and I'll tell you right now, my wife has witchcraft classes. It's like a 12-class course. <laughs> awesome. And it has, it has quizzes, and it has a final exam. But <laughs> if you pass it, you are certified. That's cool. Um, and and I went cool. through, being her husband, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go through it with you. And I drag my buddy in with it. I did not realize how much freaking work witchcraft is. It, dude, if you actually, it, it is a level of math and science unlike anything you'll fully experience. Because yeah. when, when you want to cast a spell... Based on the items you use, based on the items' uh, traits and 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 its uh, effects, all of that is magically related to things, from color to what people associate it with. So you take all those associations, you mix these herbs together, and then if you want it to be a certain power, based on what kind of spell you're doing, like if you're losing weight, you want to do it on the waning moon. If you're if you're trying to gain income, you want to do that on the on the waxing moon. If you just want all the power to to utilize for that night, you want to do it on a full moon. You gotta make sure like Mars is in conjunction with and, Jupiter and stuff. And there are the planetary alignments. Absolutely, can af- can kind of affect it, but in the end, if you're if the alignments aren't ready at all. You'll still make it, and it can still be successful. You just got to put more effort into it. When you're completely aligned, you, not only do you have your effort, but you have the efforts of the solar system adding to it. And and then like like says so much. That's, and that's insane. That's, that's crazy. Just that's awesome. to cast a freaking spell. I've looked just into, like ritual magic and stuff like that, kind of. And it's like it's the same way. Like and plus, like you got to do like lots of like. It's not just like. You draw a circle and you summon a demon. It's like you got to like bind the four spirits of the different elements, and then you got to like cleanse the area of other different things, and you, then you have to like do other. You things set up your protective barriers yeah. through through incantations, and and you have to ground and center, which is basically a uh, a, nat- a natural hippie way of meditation. You can feel your your feet like rooting into the earth, and the earth is giving you its support, and then you can feel yourself branching out as a tree and you just like kind of get that focus and it makes it that when it's time for your spell casting you are like yeah ready you're yeah. focused you're in that zone and uh so yeah that that's damn neither here nor there uh, uh we need to have your wife on man yeah. that's awesome Mike, all that is amazing i'll i'll run i'll sum up the rest of the manner uh i know we got off topic it's all good we all so, about 13 cool but uh for the rest of the manner after the shrine room is done that's free for everyone at any time I, and you don't have to be a member. You, you just have to, you know, you can't go in there and desecrate the place, of course. There are rules. Um, but the membership area, like, I'm only at how, how Christ, uh, Christianity calls for, what, like 10% of your income or Catholicism? I think that's what, it, yeah. that's what the teachings it, say. Yeah, if you want to be a good Christian. Yeah, you if you want to be a good Christian, you should give, I think, it's about 10% yes. of your income. Well, we're asking 10 bucks a month. Yeah. <laughs> It's a Netflix subscription. Yeah, it's a literal <laughs> Netflix and subscription. And with that Netflix subscription, you ha- you will then have free access to a meditation room, 
And the meditation room has 13 booths, all of them differently themed, with one's a forest, one's an ocean, one's the Zodiac, one's just black and white, minimalist. And when you go in there, you can have an MP3 if you wish, that will have sound recordings based on the room that you went into, based on the little booth you went into. So if you go into the forest, you, I, I've been in a forest walking past cricks and deep in the woods where ch- birds are chirping and you hear the occasional squirrel chittering and jumping. Mm-hmm. You'll, be, you'll, you'll have those headsets on in this booth and be able to meditate. And then we have bigger booths that ha- for the people that use yoga for meditation. And they're big enough to have two yoga mats out if two people wanted to be in the same booth. Which it's hard to get close when you're meditating, but that's why there's more than one booth. So you'll have access to that, and in that room, it'll have it'll. There's also four booths that have televisions where I plan on making sure I have certain permissions, and if and otherwise, just having my own little videos playing of um, meditational uh, therapy and stuff like that. Like so guided pe- meditations. And yeah, stuff. yeah, like Headspace guided meditation. Any, if you guys have, have never tried that, seriously, that that is an amazing program, and it's on Netflix. Um, and if I can get permissions for that, I would love to just have that play. Um, but you'd get to pick which episode you want to play, and 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 go and be in this booth that actually would have a curtain, so there's you're not bothering anyone, and you have your headsets on. You can meditate in one of those four booths. Yeah, that'd be cool. So there's 13 booths in that room. The other room is going to be a little fitness center. It's not going to be like you freaking you know Planet Fitness and stuff. It's going to have like treadmills. It's going to have ellipticals, and it's going to have weights that are not free weights. So people can't kill themselves because no one's in there to watch them. <laughs> um, and that's again that would be free for members. Then there's also going to be the community room where I have like uh, two rockers, I have like recliners and coffee tables, and uh, it's it's a library setting. There'll be like an Alexa playing library music style stuff, and and there'll be coffee and tea, and you can just go in there and relax. And on the other side of that room, there will be a table because there's going to be like shelves of puzzles and board games and paper and pens and pencils. So like, if people happen to bring their kids, they'll have a place that they can they can yeah. do stuff or if you just want to build a puzzle you can go in there and <laughs> yeah, hang out and yeah. build a damn puzzle <laughs> yeah. so with and then the other half of that room will be for the creative of the month I'm all about the creative community even when I had a, a shop called Main Street Consignment Novelty Shop I focused on the creatives the people that make things it is far more difficult in life to make things and especially things that mean stuff to people than it is to destroy things very much and or to just be the one buying them (laughs) so i really support the creative community and with that every month i want to have a creative of the month an artist an author a musician a basket weaver i say basket weaving because i watched an amish guy like just (laughs) weaving a basket it's it's amazing he has a whole table of baskets that he made himself and he's sitting here just like in and out in and out over and up and Another basket. <laughs> and I was like, Another basket. Yeah, that would be so cool to just have, like, maybe he could, you know, people like that could teach a basket weaving class and sell their baskets they're making. Yeah. The, it's meant that whole room will be for the creative of the month. So down the main hall, it'll be filled with cases that people can rent for a very cheap, like, 10 bucks a shelf. Or even five bucks a shelf. I'm not sure how much it'll be, but then you can put your products there. We're not selling them there, but people that are interested can contact you. Like your podcast here. This this is a creative thing. This yeah. is and it's and a lot of it is a lot of fun and 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 it's it's great. So you could have like little business cards and like screenshots and s- sample uh, like 
audio or whatever you could and have your own little shelf there but the whole the whole hall will be just filled with creatives yeah, that's really cool. mm-hmm. yeah. and then you go past that and on the left there's an art studio originally i wanted to have an uh my wife the artist she wanted to teach classes but with her health we don't know how that's going to work out um because she doesn't really have the energy to be every day for eight hours mm-hmm. she could probably be like four times a week for two hours mm-hmm. yeah so the rest of the time we were going to offer that as special art space uh like if you're a member and you want to you're you're in a college or you're in a house that there's no damn room you have kids running around you and a dog barking and you, you want to have your own little studio to work in boom there's room for 10 people in that room because uh, i already have 10 spa- spaces set up that you can just bring your own stuff and work we'll have donated things because the more and more we are open and the more and more money we have we'll just have simple paints and simple markers and like that you can come and do your thing and the last room is is a is a hostel and i'm not sure if you guys, for those people out there and in, in this podcast world that don't know it's not some form of like brothel and that's not what this is <laughs> A hostel is a relatively cheap place to stay for people that are, like, a member of something. And because what it ends up being, you don't have your own room. You go in, and there's, like, a room with ten bunk beds. Yeah. But the nice thing is, it costs you 20 bucks to stay here for this night. And when you wake up, there's actually breakfast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 20 bucks and a breakfast, it, it, the whole concept is, it's meant for members. The more members we have, the more perks we can have for them. So we're gonna. So that's the the just the top and the temple. That's the spirited manner. <laughs> that's what we're working towards. And I already have the meditation room. I'd say ninety percent done. Ten percent is going to be all the final connection of the wires and hanging of the TVs and decorating. Just um, like a little like just like. Well, it definitely just... needs a lot of decorating. So I'd say we're technically seventy five percent done because twenty five percent is just going to be making it not look like wooden wooden <laughs> wooden booths with pegboard. Yeah. Um, so. Um, the shrine room cubicles are up, but there's only like four shrines, and it's because there's only one person really doing a lot of this work, and the goal is to get people. So, uh, this next weekend, the Spirited Manor will be hosting an event. It's a community movie night, and basically, we're going to pick a PG film. Well, it's going to be G to PG for like six six p.m. 6 or 7 p.m. Because I've discovered when you put those blinds down, it can be high noon, and it's it's pretty much dark in that, in that auditorium. <laughs> yeah. um, so at 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., we're going to host a PG family film, and it's free. And, I mean, we already have, like, 30-some seats, but they're not the most comfortable seats. So it's also BYOC if you want to. Uh, <laughs> I now, like the BYOC. <laughs> yeah. Now, what helps us is, of course, buying popcorn. I'm gonna, I, I've got a popcorn machine that can make 10 cups every time it's made, so nice. I'll, I'll be like scooping popcorn, make some more. Scooping popcorn, make some more. And I'll, I'll have like sodas for sale, and I just learned how to make zucchini muffins. I have enough. <laughs> I have enough. Well, I had these huge zucchini, and I'm like, I need to find a way to do something with them. And ultimately, my goal is to have a really successful garden underneath the temple. As, oh, an, in, as an indoor growing garden, that'd be awesome. yeah. and then we can we can host spaghetti dinner nights because I made the sauce myself. <laughs> and, you know, the church got the sauce. Yeah, and and we'll have like blackberries and all kinds of stuff. So the I'm gonna make zucchini muffins, and, and I'll have like zucchini muffins and some other snacks for sale. So anyone that buys is supporting us doing this again. 
it is all about the long haul, however, because I have almost $1,000 invested just in the auditorium equipment, the yeah. speaker system, the projector, the, the movie screen, the popcorn machine. I had to get this machine. I didn't have one already. So I know I'm not going to make massive money or hardly any money to start, but the more people we get, like if you get 100 members, that's 1000 a month. That covers the mortgage of the place. and Not the mortgage, but my lease agreement. Um, and Build it, it and they will come. And that's the thing. If I get more than 100 members, like the dream is to get people on Facebook because we do live services. We, uh, it, I'm, I have a Patreon that offers a free Spirited Manor pen, your own Spirited Manor uh, membership card, and prints of some of the artwork my my, my wife makes. Merch is how you get the people. Yes, well, merch. And, <laughs> well, ultimately, I mean, I, I can do shirts and hats and yeah. stuff like that. And the cool, I have a logo, a badass logo. It's real cool. Um, done by my, my wife. Um, so we can totally really make this all work, but what's our time frame? Uh, we'll probably we got like four five, five. Got about yeah. four. Shoot. I said, do you want to like shout out like you guys got like website or like Facebook like you said? Okay, for the final shout out, we have a Patreon. The Patreon offers stuff. It totally offers. I feel a, a pen and a your membership card, which then once we have all the stuff up and running, that's an official membership card. If you happen to be in the area and you want to stay in our hostel, you can stay in our hostel for only 20 bucks. Then use our free meditation room, our free fitness center, and then just go around the area and do whatever the hell you want. Or be there when we have an awesome event that you want to attend. So, if you support us now, you help it happen faster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, all I can offer you now is services. Uh, and uh, every Wednesday we do our services. And you can check, you know, I can offer the, the, the little perks for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. But once it gets to the point where I'm opening up, uh, definitely certain membership levels, like there's a $50 one where you get your custom uh, custom made portrait of something you want. Like an 8x10 artwork from Molly. Nice. And I'll tell you guys right now, all of our <laughs> listeners, Molly's artwork awesome i've seen a lot of her paintings when you showed us around the spirited man they're fucking awesome (laughs) yeah she's not she's not a hack she's been doing this well let's just point out molly has uh ever since school been winning awards for art (laughs) she's been first place for like almost everything that's awesome and and she's uh actually have you guys ever heard of sketchbox no. Okay, you know how they have all those uh, once a month a box comes to your door? Oh, and it's yeah. yeah. Stuff. Sketchbox is specifically for artists. Molly's art won the cover of one of those boxes. That's oh, cool. nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and she, she got it for free because she like she was chosen that month as the artist of the month for Sketchbox. She's like I said, she's good. Yeah, <laughs> she's oh, well, really I good. Can, I can speak oh. to that. I've and for fifty for fifty bucks, not only would you be a member for three months standing, you get one of her. You know, one yeah, custom you. Like made. If you yeah. have a D and D character, if you have a you have a certain nature scene, she's just not into doing buildings, but she will. Um, so yeah, and, and then you still get the pen and everything. You're but you're supporting us. You're helping this happen. Yeah, just building like, a community. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the more the the more support we get, the faster I'll have it up. So we have a Patreon. That's the biggest thing, and it's all under the same thing: the Spirited Manor. So you can go to Patreon, look up the Spirited Manor, pop, we're right there. We have a website, thespiritedmanor.com. We're on Facebook under The Spirited Manor. Um, uh, we also have an Instagram account, but I am not I am not super tech savvy. I have other things I'd rather do with my time than know everything about tech. Yeah. I know Facebook, I know of Instagram, but I never go on it. Yeah. I've seen TikTok, I don't care. I've been on Twitter, whatever. Uh, and... 
so like to me making a website doing a patreon and doing facebook that's all i can do i mean so if i ever get someone that says hey I want to help you with your social media. Come on down. Yeah. You are welcome. You are 100% welcome. We leave that welcome. to Bud over here. He, he huh? does, he, we leave that to Bud. He does yeah. all of our social media. <laughs> yes, he does. And that's what I'm saying. Like I, So I have all these things. Uh, and you can check them all out. Every Wednesday, we host a service. Now, we're human, so the one time I swore I got COVID. I didn't. That Well, I can't say that. I got horribly sick. Two days later, my son got horribly sick with the same exact symptoms. Well, I'm unemployed. I can just stay home until I'm better. He's not. So I needed to get him a test. When he got tested, he tested negative. So I'm like, well, that must mean I was negative, right? Not necessarily. He might have just got a different sickness, and I might have had COVID. Mm -hmm. Because never in my life have I been sick that long that I didn't end up in the hospital. And I lost my sense of taste. Oh, I've never, that's, I've never, that's the key. I'm, and I told you, I, I've never experienced that in my life. I, I could eat hot sauce, and it was like it was just, it was just water. I was, <laughs> uh, I actually same thing. I was accepted at work, and uh, right away, like I was coming in the one day, and I was drinking my coffee, and I was just like, like I don't taste this at all. And I hit my HR up. Yeah. And I got my test, and same thing, I hit negative. But I was still, I was just what like, the hell, I, right? yeah, I just so, wasn't, because well, so that's never that. happened like that. Like, dude, I, I ate I an apple, I was drinking coffee in the morning, it's like every, like, it was just I honestly crazy. believe it technically is because of COVID. Like, COVID has already branched off to Delta variants and all that other stuff, right? Well, you know what other branches it could have, technically? It could have a branch that's not really COVID, it's just a shit-ass illness that has some of its symptoms. It yeah. could be the new flu. It could be the new flu, and, yeah. and, and and but it's because of COVID that that shit exists. Yeah, you just lose like, your taste, you lose your smell, you just, you yeah. know what I mean? But it doesn't kill you. <laughs> the new, like, rapid tests, they're not, like, the greatest either. Like, they're kind of, like, eh, on the reliability scale. We trained bees to sniff, smell COVID. Oh, that's nice. Damn. Yeah. But then people are like, oh, bees! Ah! <laughs> it's <laughs> great. If you have COVID, they sting you. That's how you know. No, no, no. no. They're the non-stingy bees. You're an asshole. They're the bumblebees. That they shake their butt when they detect COVID. I'm not in any giant rush. They can smell it, apparently. No, so, uh, yeah, definitely check us out on any of them. I, I highly encourage anyone to support us in any way if you believe in simple things like tolerance peace and equality and the idea that i can get a whole bunch of people together under one concept of being a decent human being uh join us join us if you want that uh i really like the idea of like just actually like giving like freedom of religion a chance because it's always just dominated it is absolutely it is absolutely true freedom of religion and not just regular i gather them all together and say you have a right to be here yeah that's what i like about it is like you can go to any church and it's just that religion mm-hmm. like if you well, yeah, because most of them are all up, like yo you don't believe you're yeah, not allowed to believe in anything, anything else. else up it's you're a heathen you're a heretic mm-hmm. like get out of here and that's the, unfortunately and that's not cool I, that's why i allow people that are monotheistic because the there's so many non-church goers that they fully believe in god and f- have this faith in jesus and all that other stuff and they they aren't judging others or saying well because i believe in just god then you are wrong and evil yeah there's brand and that's the thing even in monotheism there's so many branches mm-hmm. yeah. like if if there was truly only only one true god 
then why do we have so many Protestants, Methodists, yep. uh, you know, L- Lutherans, Mormons. Catholics, Mormons, uh, uh, Jewish Jewish people, well, and and even in Judaism, there's Orthodox. Yeah. There's if it's all one way or, or one way or no way, how come there's like fifty three ways on the one way? Yeah. <laughs> it's a fifty three lane one way highway. Yes. Yep. So I allow anyone to enter our t- our temple and be a part of our community as long as you practice being a human de- a decent human being now as soon as you start telling other people what they need to believe in i i'm not going to kick you out but i am going to say that's not part of this community and you 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 need you have to stop because you're not practicing the, our tolerance and our equality and yeah. and peace yeah so the goal is to provide a a, a safe haven for the polytheistic community. Because I'm telling you right now, as a pagan for over 20 years, I know of only one other place, and I don't even know if it still exists, there is a pagan temple in, in Altoona. Really? Wow. There, there used to be, there was, about five, five to eight years ago, there was a pagan temple in Altoona. The, that's the only thing in Pennsylvania that's ever happened like that. Wow. Now, I'm offering a polytheistic temple. That, that hosts pagan as a minister, but offers the sanctuary for every single religion out there that is polytheistic in nature. We can all be together because we're not telling each other we're wrong. That's what we're all about. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. That's it's, I think it, yeah, it's a great way. It's absolutely, truly amazing, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't think this was so in-depth. Like, Mike's just you, like, I want to have my friend Bob over. And I was just like, dude, Bob's a fucking G. <laughs> like, well, this is fucking... And it's, like, it's only about it's two just, blocks from where you're at right Yeah, now. I know. That's another thing, too. He's like, yo, it's like right over, like, right close to your house. And it's just like, it's just so in-depth and it's so well, like, you can you can see that there's just so much passion and... Come on, I mean, just pa- just passion. Yeah. Like it's really like well, it's really a picture. Like you can almost touch it. You can see and feel what the spirit yeah. manner is about. Yeah, and it's just good spirited too. That's a, this like good spirited man. Well, I'd love to. I wish I had more time to tell you how it all came to be because originally it wasn't even supposed to be a temple. Well, so. no, that just means we have to have you back. <laughs> yeah, we just have we just have part two. two. See, part two. We we well, strung you along long enough that now you're it, the hooks are in you, man. You I'm have to come back <laughs> whenever you're ready to have another session. I'm I'm game. I. Awesome. Absolutely. Now, it, it wouldn't be able to be next weekend, though, because... Which, and you don't need me two weekends in a row. That's 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 not how this shit should work. <laughs> but uh, I, I fully invite you guys to the movie night. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of next weekend. And Hell yeah. I, I, I have... Uh, like I said, we're going to have a PG-1. That, like, you're thinking uh, The Love Bug and uh, Wizard of Oz. Stuff like that. Yeah. But then at, at, at like 8 o'clock and 9... I'm gonna show the R one. That's where it'd be like I was. I was thinking like you know the, the first of the of the John Wick series yeah, or nice. or yeah. the Matrix yeah. or stuff yeah. like that. That and definitely we're we're making it that people that come there. It's also a, it's it is a uh, membership drive. Every mm-hmm. person that comes in, this is your chance. You can join us for ten dollars. The movie's free, a hundred percent free. But if you know you join us for ten bucks, I'll give you a free popcorn to start. <laughs> um, and the popcorn, I'm only charging like two bucks. This isn't freaking actual ten dollar popcorn at freaking UE theaters. Yeah, right. Yeah. But um, so 
the goal is to get more and more members. My my first goal is is at least a hundred. With a hundred, I can pay the lease. Yeah. Uh, but my ultimate goal is if I could get like a thousand, that's ten thousand a month. I can put into making the meditation room finished, making a, the fitness center finished, making everything I need to accomplish be done for the members that are supporting us. Just helping the community. And yeah. and and every weekend, I'm going to host an event, a community style event. Or it, it, like I have an I have an idea for a D and D themed event, and it's not and it, and it's going to host D and D sessions, but there will be it's going to be D and D everything. There's going to be four tables where there's DMs and DMs get in for free, uh, that they can be DM and whatever uh, written guides or their own home campaign. Then there's going to be one table just for what I created, which you guys have played before, called Battle Lord. That's where you bring a character in, a, fi- a 5e character in, and it's a, d- a fight to the death with all the other characters, and the, survi- <laughs> the survivor wins the glory. He becomes the battle lord. Um, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And it- it's-, it's set up pretty neat, too. If, no- if you guys are all trying to be buddy-buddy and not kill each other, after three rounds, a monster spawns that's equal to your strength and just starts killing whoever's nearby. <laughs> like so na- and-, and in the middle of that is when you get those rogues killing people, trying to kill the monster, and then the monster's dead, and hey, I win. So there's so many strategies you can have to become battle lord (laughs) um and then i also have you guys know that magic gathering released a forgotten realms edition yeah Yeah. it is awesome i freaking love it and i bought booster boxes of it and i'm gonna host (laughs) events um i also have i have dungeons and dragons mad libs have some fun i have (laughs) doesn't i have i have puzzles uh, fantasy themed puzzles the whole thing will just be a fantasy themed event D and D style. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then there'll be fun. a paid admission to get in. And if you want to keep the cards in the magic event, it's uh, a paid event. If you just give away the cards back to the manor, you get to play for free. Nice. Yeah, so yeah. All right, guys. This has been a great episode. Uh, thank you again. Yeah. No. Thank you. That's what I was. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Is thank you for being on, being our first interview. Definitely have to have you back at some point. Absolutely. So, uh, my wife, if you like, I said, if you're, yes, we definitely need to have your wife on here too. She seems like a, like an interesting episode. You can have her for many, many episodes too, (laughs) because she does, she's super into art. You want to talk about art? There she is. She's super into herbology. Like, she has over 256 herbs that she has saved and knows what their purposes and uses are. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah. And then witchcraft. She's been in witch since since she was 16, so 24 years of witchcraft. So and that's just three of the things that she that yeah, like, right. take right there's three episodes for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, three good episodes too. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. for people that are interested, and she has a heavy following. <laughs> Seriously, like, like on her Instagram and and and, and everything. She, like I think it's amazing. Like we'll have to follow her. We'll have to find find her and follow her. I know her. she's at 356 just on Facebook. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. So hell yeah. Well, right. it's been another episode of Room to Talk. I'm Bud Walker. Mike Wachowski. I'm Seth. And I'm Bob McHenry, lead minister of the Spirited Manor. Hey, thanks for coming again, man. It's great seeing you. I'm out. Thank you. Peace. Down by the river!